Hey ho, what you gonna do? It's Toho Scope. This time we're talking about the Hidden Fortress on Tardy to the Party, where Bill and I fill our pop culture holes with media we did not see the first time uh, around. Much like the two heroes of our film, Mitsubishi and Tanpei, <laughs> who were no. filling holes with corpses. What? We're filling what? our holes what? with pop culture. <laughs> That sounded horrible. We are nothing if not these two characters in real life. No. The short, stupid one and the tall, uh, aggravated one. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Which one's which? Because I'm shorter than you. Am I not? Wait, are you? Yeah. Wait, what? How tall are you? I'm like five foot two. (laughs) Eyes of blue. I am am the fat uh, R2-D2. You are... You are you actually are the uh, C-3PO putting up with my bullshit. Um, But yeah, this week we are talking about... This is your pick. Mm-hmm. The Hidden now, Fortress. When I picked it, I was like, have I seen this before? <laughs> have you seen any because my dad, films Yeah, before? yeah. My dad okay. was big into like, foreign films and like, loved uh, Kira Kurosawa. And, yeah. and I, I grew up on Yojimbo and Sanjuro and I've whatnot. I've still never seen those. What? I've got a whole deal. What? I, I've got the Kurosawa box set what? on my shelf right behind How? you. If I had known that, we would have watched them already. I've seen Sanjiro Sugata, his wrestling movie. I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. I've seen Akiru. I've seen Drunken Angel. I've, I've not seen that much in the way of samurai films. I've seen the Seven Samurai. But I'd, I'd never seen the Hidden Fortress. Oh, I'd seen. No. I rented the Hidden Fortress on VHS in high school thinking, I'm going to educate myself. <laughs> This is the movie that Star Wars was based on, so I'm going to watch this too and become smarter. And I fell asleep about 20 minutes in. <laughs> and so all I remember about this movie, there's the two guys, a bunch of golden sticks, and there's a princess. And that's all I remember. This is a good movie. You, you liked it? Yeah. Okay. This is well, a good movie. It's nice that you kind of... Some grab- of the characters are grating, but it's a good movie. Oh, the princess. I don't like her the way she... Is in Japan. Per- she talks. Is... The cl- is the upper class supposed to be just yelling at Abrasive. Very high strung. <laughs> Perfect. Just like Japanese head vibratingly impression. shrill. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah. the actress is great. And when she's not trying to be the screamy version, when she's not trying to be like the, when she's not pulling rank on people, yeah. she's fine. Well, we'll get to her. But yeah. But... It's got that weird guy that's in all those kurosawa movies where it's the guy with the face and the beard oh that, right that unattractive guy who can't act who doesn't look cool at all or anything his name is larry oh, oh you are being a sarcastic <laughs> sarcastic wabbit i was actually really glad to see Toshiro mifuni's uh name show up in the credits i wasn't even sure he was in this movie oh really yeah i i don't think i i, I like kurosawa but i don't think i would have picked the movie if i hadn't seen mifuni in it just because Fucking, he's Mufuni. Yeah, he's he's, he's half the awesome. reason to watch these goddamn movies. He's in yeah. Sanjiro and Yojimbo. That's why you should watch them. We could do that. I had no idea you didn't how know did, I had seen those. No, how did? Wait, <laughs> wait. Now I'm just I feel confused like I tricked because you. how did this had to have come up? In, this had to have come when up we yeah. were ta- when we were talking about um the <laughs> western we watched, fucking with Clint Eastwood because it's based off of that movie. Oh, did we do a few dollars more? No, the other one. A Fistful of Dollars. Fistful of Dollars. That's based off of Did I Jimbo. lie and say, yes, I grew up watching a Jimbo many times. I had all the action <laughs> no, figures. No, I'm just saying it must have come up. It must have come up and maybe you forgot about it? Yeah, because it's not like I'm going out of my way to lie about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Huh, okay. Yeah, we have to watch those. Did he make so those good. after this? I don't, I'm not sure. The one, what, you know what? what it sounds it stupid. Is. One nice thing about this movie is that it's 
Kurosawa was first widescreen film, so it feels more like watching a movie. He... Going back and watching The Seven Samurai, it feels like you're watching a TV show because it's the it's, the, it's this movie is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, it's he does some amazing stuff. Just if... look wise. I could go back in time and like choose like two or three films to be sh- like it's shot exactly the same way but like just shot shot on color stock just to see what it would look like it'd be one of, this would be one of the movies it looks mm. fine in black and white there's yeah. nothing wrong with that but just like when you see like there's a vernal pool of water where you see like the the, the, the sticks filled with gold later on where i'm like oh man like as good as this looks yeah. if this one color would even look more like yeah curse yeah. K- was really good especially knowing that this is his first widescreen was... film his way of like composing for the widescreen frame is just did, mm. did he have a cinematographer or was this like he had to have because i can't imagine he just chose all of his own lenses and everything himself i'm sure he this is a very people. very dumb question but i'm gonna ask it <laughs> yeah have there always been cinematographers or did that something or directed that must have been something that eventually because i'm sure like when edison was making films i'm sure there wasn't well, like I, a... obviously we're talking about, i'm not That's talking about question, it actually it. but i'm sure like, but, like when did cinematographer become a thing i mean citizen kane, like citizen kane had its own cinematographer yeah. like 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 Orson Welles chose like specifically like okay I want that guy because he shot this yeah so at least in terms of like a decade before this that's a good question actually let me see uh but the movie starts with two ratty ass dudes really ratty ass really I mean, they look like comically dudes. ratty ass um walking along their outfits are all banged up and torn they up look and... like they just escaped like a cartoon bomb well they escaped a war they're fighting um uh, because his one of theirs um uh, sees Chi and Tai Chi. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. Me, there's gonna be me butchering a lot of Japanese names. We could just, like, like I said, I just refer to, it's R2, R2 and 3PO. Yeah. You got the tall one, you got the short one. Except one, neither of them are as elegant, quote unquote, as C3PO. No, they're both kind of, like, yeah. They're both one's, idiots. Yeah, they're both just scumbags. One's taller, one's taller and Pudgier. the other one's kind of older. One's got whacked out teeth, you see. We'll just call them the but... fat one and the short one. Yeah, that's the easiest way, yeah. Uh, but the, his big idea was to go to war, but they got there late and the winning side mistook them for the other side. So they got, they got caught and made to dig graves. Yeah. Uh, All you know is that there's two clans fighting and yeah, for some reason they decided they thought for some reason they thought they were going to get rich by going off to getting involved in this war. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So (laughs) all they got for their trouble is (laughs) spending a couple weeks like uh, digging graves. They're calling each other shitheads and you smell like shit. You shitworm. The other one is calling it a shitworm. Surprising in 1957. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Japan, you hardcore. Uh, but then don't a, give a fuck. like a samurai comes running up. He's like, oh, 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 a great face on this guy. He's got this <laughs> ghoulish manic face because he's obviously obviously being chased by somebody, and you can't yeah. see because it's from off camera. It kind of like runs past the camera onto frame. Yeah, and yeah, the R two heroes kind of turn around, and go like, what the fuck is this? I think calling them heroes is I not quite be, correct. I, they are the original anti heroes, and that they are just such scumbags and will sell anyone out. But they're they're the they're kind of the protagonists. Yeah, I don't they're, I that. mean, they're the story thread that we follow throughout I the guess. movie, but yeah. But that guy, he runs past them, and all of a sudden, horses come galloping Thundering into the scene, in, yeah. and they go, and chop him up, and he's like, <laughs> and this poor actor falls on the ground, and Kurosawa's like, make an uncomfortable pose, and hold it for five minutes pretend while these guys talk about pretend you. Pretend your dog playing dead. <laughs> yeah, because he's holding up one arm, <laughs> he's got his hand in a claw, and you can tell he's like, starting to shake this poor guy yeah i was watching he, the blu-ray version he's dead quote yeah, but unquote he's like, you can see that he's breathing because he had yeah. to do this whole stunt of like running over falling down and then he's like 
Yeah. Yeah. Pretend he's, he's like dead. Trying not to let his arm just go collapse down. <laughs> Which and is like the goofiest cartoony like way to like play off that scene. I yeah. remember uh I don't know what movie it was from, but my dad was watching a samurai movie back in the day and it was an old black and white one. Uh-huh. And two samurais were having a duel and they you know how they do it in the movies they chopped at each other and one of the I guys think that's one of the curse one because one, one of just... the guys well one yeah he falls on the ground and like blood was spraying out but my dad thought it was hilarious because you could see the end of the hose oh really where yeah. the br- blood was spraying out yeah there's one uh, maybe it's not that thing because the one guy who ends up bleeding he doesn't fall down but he's still standing up when like literally it's kill bill torrents of blood yeah but like for a moment you can see when he moves this like swing a sword at the other guy you can see like the hose in, in his shirt that <laughs> that a moment later just <laughs> yeah yeah, like a fucking garden sprinkler. Uh, but yeah, so this guy, yeah, he falls down and he and he old dead and fucked up. Yeah, but so they continue on. Yeah, they're going to try to get back home. Well, they start yelling. I can't remember what they argue about, but they decide to split well, they, up. Well, they they start yelling because uh, he's like, "Hey, let's take his armor." Oh, that's he, what he it got is. armor, and the other guy's like, "I'm no thief," and he's like, "Suit yourself. You you go get go get out of here." So, yeah, they split up. Uh, which, uh, I know people talk about this as, insp- especially these two characters were inspiration for George Lucas for R2 and 3PO, mm-hmm. but this is almost exactly the scene at the beginning of Star Wars where they break up uh, after escaping from true. the Death Star. Even at the point there's a wipe that happens when uh, they, they break up, that it's just, it's, George Lucas like saw that like frame by frame and was like, okay, let's just, like, this opening scene Yeah, Star I've Wars. heard, I mean, we might as well get out of the way right now, the yeah. Star Wars talk, because somebody in this room... Is a little bit of a fan. Someone's got a signed picture of George Somebody. Lucas. Literally about five feet when recording. Somebody. Someone's got a boxed X-Wing fighter gift that someone else on the podcast Somebody. gave him for his birthday. Somebody is buying a Millennium Falcon piece by piece. Over the course of two years for $1,500. <laughs> Somebody uh, here is doing that. I just got some of the uh, paints for that this week, too. So, um, but yeah. So... I'm a little bit of a making I know of Star Wars nerd. He said that this movie, George Lucas has said this movie was a big inspiration for him and whatnot. And I've heard people there say are parts, but it's yeah, mostly R2 I've, I've heard I've heard people say that he stole a lot of the plot from this movie for that. You see I some of it in the Phantom that. Menace, and that the Phantom Menace is about a princess who's stuck behind enemy lines who has to be rescued by like a samurai mm. warrior type guy, but not really in terms of plot. Like no point no, in this it's... movie aside from like some wipes and like yeah. scene transitions. Yeah, I wasn't like, oh, that looked like Star Wars. Well, for, for Star Wars in terms of plot, George Lucas didn't really steal too much in the way of plot elements. He stole like like aesthetic stuff. I'm like. I said this is more about aesthetics so. yeah uh, the closest thing the plot is like I like, said, I, like I two, saw, two yelling characters i saw a other, video but... somebody put together on youtube of like here's a side-by-side comparison of shots from hidden fortress and shots from star wars and i looked at it and it's i was like really mm, you're kind of i feel like you're really stretching there's here dudes with swords yeah like, like the... there's a scene that they did they had a side-by-side of uh a later in the movie when Mifune's chasing somebody down on a horse and a side-by-side with the speeder bikes. And I was like, no, guys, and that, no. Something you're fast really, and there's yeah, some trees. Yeah, you're but, really yeah. reaching here. Yeah, no, that's... But, that's, yeah, I don't... That's what I'm saying. He didn't steal I've too much story stuff. It, it was, now that I've actually seen it, nah, nah, yeah, not it, so it, much. It's mostly the R2-D2. Inspiration and stuff, yeah. Mifune's sure. character was kind of like a tangential inspiration for both Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, it's it's mostly these, and specifically, if you're talking about how things look, it's them wander, and one guy wanders off, and there's a wipe, and actually how they end up coming together, too, is just pretty much what happens to R2-3PO yeah. in the first Star Wars movie. But anyway, that, we're not talking about Star Wars, we're talking about the Hidden yeah. Fortress. But, um, um, but yeah. So the, the short dude is in town, 
he goes back to a town and he sees a sign that says wanted princess yuki of akizuki a reward of 10 row for her capture three rail for any information on her whereabouts by order of the lord of yamana so this is our first instinct like first we hear any names associated with what this conflict is yeah so i guess i had to rewatch parts of this to understand exactly what the conflict is so when we start off we are in the akizuki kingdom mm-hmm. the invading army of the yamana clan has just come in wiped out the royal family and the castle of the yakizuki clan and so these guys, I'm not quite sure where these guys, what, where their home is that they're trying to get to. Obviously, they're not from Akazuki. They're trying to get somewhere else. But yeah. the Yamana clan, they have managed to wipe out the entire royal family except for the princess and the samurai general who's protecting her. And so they're looking for her. And she's hiding out somewhere in, in, the, in the wilds of her own country. Yeah. And so, yeah. So. Um. I now that I think about it, these guys were going to war to fight in the war. They're fucking cowards and shit. That's shit what I was birds. wondering. How did they think they're gonna profit off of this? Like they obviously weren't going there meaning to fight. No. I don't know if they thought they could just like pillage the bodies, but then they're yelling at each other about a thief just for like thinking about stealing off the corpse of one samurai they run across. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure. I I don't think you're supposed to think about it that hard. They're just mm. it was just Kurosawa setting up a situation, but yeah. yeah, if you really sit down and think like what was their plan before this, like it doesn't yeah yeah because I don't see these guys being able to fight in a war. Yeah, and I do like how the exposition happens of them like as you know we came out here to do this. You know, yeah. they, like it's funny how they yell at each other about it. You know what the setup for the whole movie is, but so yeah. but then he he turns around and they're moving a bunch of prisoners through there, but one of the prisoners. Tries to run away, and, and somehow he also gets mistaken for a prisoner and shoved him back in the line with the prisoners. Yeah. So he is now a prisoner again. Of the Yamana clan, the evil yeah. Yamana clan. Oh, they're so evil. Ugh. And he's, he's, he's... Is that the tall guy? No, it's the, the short the guy. short guy, okay. Yeah. He's like, I'm not one of them! You is now. Yeah. You is now. Uh, meanwhile, the fat guy is... He's gone to the border to try to get past the border, That's but there's, a there's, yeah. there's a big checkpoint set up and soldiers everywhere and they can't do it. So they're like, hey, let's wait for, if only there was some fog, because he meets a bunch of other guys that want to cross the border. Yeah. Um, all these, oh yeah, all these randos are trying to get from, get get out of the Zakazuki country yeah. into, I'm not quite sure what, I'm assuming this is a checkpoint trying to go into, I think they're trying it's to get the into end, the Hayakawa. It's the end goal that they all go it's to. It's the third the country, so I'm assuming that's yeah. where, yeah. So I guess the home country of the two peasant guys who were following up throughout the movie, yeah, is where the Akizuki princess and Toshima Mifune yeah. end up at, end up, yes. end up being hosts uh, at. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, a, a fog does come in, and they're trying to sneak past, but then, oh no, they've been spotted! And, and get captured. Bang, bang! Some of the guys die, but he gets captured again. Yeah. They get shanghai into the same slave army. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, they get push uh one of them's going past the other in a big group of slaves one's going up the stairs one coming down the stairs and they're like oh i see you and he's like oh i see you too have fun digging and so what's happening here is that this slave army that the yamanas have rounded up and actually rounded up our two peasant heroes into uh they have taken them to the akizuki castle (laughs) where they have heard that there is 200 bars of gold yeah. Hidden somewhere in the castle, so they've rounded so, up to the slave army to dig around the castle to find this this how, money that's supposedly been left behind. 
by the family that just You don't know, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Oh, no! How much is 200 gold back then? I mean, obviously, it's 200 gold, I but was what was the worth for that? Could I mean, like, could that? Buy, I actually, how much could that buy you? I actually looked this up. So, the Ryus they talk about? Yeah. Um, which I guess technically pronounced Dio's. Oh. I, that's how much I researched this thing. A Dio. A Dio. Um, Dio's And eventually, when uh, there's the Meiji Restoration in the late 19th century, like 1870s, um, I think every one of those bars got turned into one yen. Which, but the value of the yen has changed so much then. Okay. That would essentially, well, technically, that would be a dollar now. Yeah. So. No, one yen is not a dollar. Now it is? No, one no. One yen is a penny. Is it a penny now? Is that what it is? Yeah. So I'm not quite sure. But it's supposed to be, those are supposed to be like little potatoes. <laughs> they size. have two dollars. <laughs> I know, exactly. Amazing. <laughs> I love the idea of this slave army being rounded up just to find $200 beneath this No, castle. two dollars. Two dollars, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, those are supposed to be the Ryus. Like, like you see, like uh, Mifuni's messing with them later. Yeah. They are like supposed to be like pressed gold, like the size of like potatoes. Yeah, or like like a little like almost like the size of an iPod, mm-hmm. but like little flat flat hammer things of gold. But yeah, I'm not quite sure exactly. I mean, it's gold. You think it would be worth way more than a buck? But I yeah. don't know. It's it's it's. It's, so it's you don't know, in other words. Not quite. Yeah, I looked it up, and I know what it eventually got yeah. converted to. Like they essentially got like, handed in for a, like for a how yen much piece, is but... how much does silver transfer into gold at exactly, that point? Because yeah. the, later on, somebody pays five gold for actually, somebody. So I how look much up Ryu exchange rate? How much how much silver does it take to get to a gold piece? Yeah, which they never talk about anything but either gold bars or the the dios, dios and silver. Did they talk about silver in there? Yes. Okay. The, uh, uh, then they're things go. are bought with silver in this movie. Oh, it's in Naruto. I guess it is. <laughs> Tell me about this Naruto exchange rate, Bill. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> in the deep, uh, rich, authentic, accurate Naruto lore. Oh my god. How does oh, that work oh out? my god. And so when you break down a Rio, it turns into copper mons, and then there's kokus of rice, which are volumes of rice, and so that was the exchange rate of. Oh, Fuck God. it, we don't know. So okay. instead of being a so... gold economy, it was based off of rice. So, so yeah, oh. I can tell you it was like 12 bushels of rice. That's how much <laughs> one of these duos All right, was worth. so basically, uh, fucking mess. they got a lot of gold. This is what you get for asking. I know. I, yeah. That's why I prefaced it with saying, I know you, <laughs> you don't, don't know. know but yeah. uh, you could have uh. just shrugged. <laughs> yeah, but they have to dig up and try to find this gold that could be in the castle. <laughs> Which I guess it's slaves. You know, if they have to kill all these slaves to look for that gold, it's no skin off their back. Yeah. And the guy um. is like, until you find it, you're not men, you're moles. I do like the guy up in the rafters of this burned down the burned down castle set. They're doing all this because, yeah. like, I I looked it up to see if this is a real because it's nice and sturdy, and this mm-hmm. is actually this is one of the most expensive cell sets built for a Japanese movie up until this time. Mm. They built like the whole ruins of this castle, wow. and just there's no matte paintings or anything too. It's all physical wow. stuff, so it's so it looks really nice. It's nighttime, and all the slaves are all tuckered out and sleepy, and there's some guards walking through, like five no. Like yeah, five dudes, one guy in the middle who looks he looks like he's gonna be a character in the movie. Yeah. And two guys on either side of him, and all of a sudden Oh slaves are revolting. Who could have seen that coming? Out of the blue, they just <laughs> Well, and like they're sleeping and suddenly you see a couple of braziers get knocked over. Yeah. And then suddenly, yeah, it's just a big fight. And just a like, bunch okay. of guys just a bunch of guys pick up sticks and start hitting them and they're like, Whoa Yeah. Oh no. Who could have who could have 
<laughs> Who could have guessed that a, five guys in the middle of a bunch of people and that hate us are gonna get attacked? The five guys are like, it's like we don't see, like our 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 peasant two peasant characters that we're following aren't like really part of this. Like no. the revolt starts with or without them. Uh, it does res- uh, result in a great shot in the the castle as the slave army revolting comes comes down this giant stairwell yeah. towards the soldiers who were firing muskets into the crowd and the the musketeers realize that the muskets aren't really doing anything they're killing a well there's of only people, three of them but it's this giant torrential flood it's it's hundreds and hundreds of extras in this scene and it just looks so cool and like this Bill. flood of humanity coming down the steps Bill. and you missed, you missed my three musketeers joke. What was the joke? You said the musketeers were shooting them, and I said there's only three. That's true. And but you just kept talking about your shot, and you did not what? appreciate my wanna... bad joke. But now I'm thinking about new. You did. I was expecting you to spit in my face, and you <laughs> did not. This is the second time on a podcast today. Three musketeers have come up. What? Boy, howdy! Did oh, okay. Thing. Not yet. Not the episode we just <laughs> recorded earlier about the uh, little little Samson, but um, yeah. Um, so, actually, a Japanese samurai Akira Kurosawa three Musketeers movie would have been a hell of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So while the slaves are revolting and running down the stairs, the, the two idiots meet each other and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to die." Yeah. And, but eventually, all I, I like to imagine while they're filming this scene because they are sitting in a door frame, and you just see legs in the foreground running past them. I like to imagine there's just a door frame and just guys <laughs> running in a circle they, around the which door that's frame. Probably what happened because it was yeah, you know, like you don't need those hundred extras just to keep running. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get t- t- like just five running guys. in circles. Yeah. <laughs> that, but yeah, this essentially buys the peasants' freedom, so they're able to get yeah. the hell out of there. So so in the chaos. Yeah, they're they're just hanging out there, and now all of a sudden it's empty, and they're like. Everyone's gone. It's yeah, not like there's a couple gone. bodies left, but I'm assuming this fight just went off into the woods or something like that. Yeah, because yeah. it's hundreds of people fighting hundreds of other people. It's not just like a little mm-hmm. skirmish. It's so they managed know. to get away from the burnt out castle. They managed to steal some rice and like a two second scene where you see them running. That's and somebody it. and some lady in the background is going, "Stop, rice thieves!" I was looking on the supplements for the Blu-ray, and they talk about this is the iconic, hilarious scene from the Hidden Fortress, and I was like. It's kind of comical, but it's literally that was like, hilarious. It's a one second, like it's it's a one six second <laughs> shot of them running, going. Oh, <laughs> they stole food to live. It, people's criteria for what's like a classic hilarious thing back <laughs> in the day was a little bit different than ours, I guess. It was not bad. It's just yeah. I don't think about you know the classic running away with rice scene from the Hidden Fortress. So they decide, being the crafty fiends they are, while they're waiting for the rice to cook, that they will find the princess and get the reward because how hard could it be yeah they're industrious they know what they're doing this yeah Yamana clan don't know what the fuck they're, they're doing they're obviously not borderline <laughs> just they're starving in the woods with nothing no resources in a foreign hostile land can't even shave his head yeah he got sure, that yeah. stubble on top um yeah. they can't go <laughs> they can't go home <laughs> Got a big th- frog in my throat there. Tuna fish is kicking back up at try, you. Try to come back and, and get me. <laughs> they can't go home because the border guards would stop them and, and kill them or whatever. Yeah. That's so. that's the kind of driving thing in this movie is that the border, there's three kingdoms and the borders between all of them are really uh, strict yeah. because it's they're being enforced by this Yamana army and so everyone's kind of stranded. Yeah. Yeah. But they're poking with the firewood what they're cooking their rice on and one of them's like, ah, this firewood don't burn worth the crap. And throws a piece of wood away, and they hear pa-ching. Like, what? What? This is the one thing I remember about this movie, is like, oh, how do you... 
so there's gold in the sticks. There's gold in them there. There's gold in them there sticks. How do you do that? Do you hold? I guess you find hollowed out sticks. I don't know. And put the gold. Does gold in Japan? I if guess. it wasn't coming in the in the Ryo. Japanese people Potatoes? are industrious. It's weird, but yeah, so they realize at least... Okay, well, they we... go over to a stream, and they're like, picking up the stick and being like, uh, 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 and then they notice something sparkly in the water, and like, oh, gold! Gold! There's gold in them there waters! Yeah, they do flip the fuck yeah. out, yeah. Uh, and then it begins the long, hilarious thing of them being greedy. Which, yeah, this movie really... <laughs> So they slide the this gold. This is like the engine of the film. They sl- slide the gold back into the stick and be like, "Oh, it's inside the stick." So they immediately of course they start fighting over the stick. Yeah, and, they yeah. they immediately start breaking all the sticks they could see. And we find out later that Mifuni knows where the gold is, and it's all in one spot. How did this stick get? Where they could find Again, it. Again, yeah, you're not supposed to think about it that hard, but I'm assuming in transporting the gold from the castle to this hidden fortress, I guess maybe one stick just happened to fall off the cart, and these guys just happened to find it? Well, two, because they find two. Oh, that's okay, yeah. Which, which suggests that, yeah. I'm kind of surprised, because even at the end of the movie, it is suggested they have successfully transported all 200 yeah. sticks of gold. To so, the new kingdom, which you think they will, even with those two guys around, you think one of those guys would have pocketed one that sticks up his ass or yeah, something. Yeah, we'll like get that. to that. But yeah, there's a so they find a second piece of gold inside another stick and they start fighting about it. Yeah. And then they're like, huh! they look into distance and they see Mafuni. Did they even notice him at first? Not at first. This is this is a great introduction for Mafuni. Mafuni is standing there looking like Mafuni with his hands on his well, hip and his wide stance. Yeah, they're arguing, but in the distance you see like he's he's on a little cliff hollow thing way back in between them, but way back in the distance, looking like this angry little god because he's got to <laughs> do this pissed off Peter Pan hands on his hips, legs yeah. spread like. Rah! He doesn't say anything, though, but he's, he looks like what you think Toshiro Mifune showing mm-hmm. up and being pissed at everyone in a movie would look like. Yeah. Yeah. He's and like, he's got his tiny little pants. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> tiny pants. Yeah, that's the thing, because Toshiro Mifune, super attractive, super badass guy with tiniest little pants. Yeah, yeah, um, so, so then it's night. It was daytime when they were trying to cook the rice. And yeah. They're arguing about how to split up the gold because apparently 50-50 doesn't work for these idiots. <laughs> I know. That's the deal. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, you got two sticks, two people. Come on. But while they're arguing about Mifuni comes up, and he sits down, and he's a grumpy face. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. He just kind of helps himself. Does he, like, help himself to the rice and everything, too? Uh, I don't But he just so. shows he just starts, up yeah, he starts, like he owns the place. Yeah, he starts poking at the... Well, he is Mifuni. Yeah. He starts poking at the fire and whatnot, and they're like, Oi! What are you doing? And he just yeah. glowers at them, and they're like, ah, uh, uh, uh. Funny, earning his paycheck in the very first fucking scene he's in. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. And he's like, what are you doing out here? And they're like, well, we can't cross the border, so we're, and one of them starts drawing in the sound, so we're here in this top one, and we need to get down here to this bottom one, but there's a border, so we're going to go to the east over into this land which runs parallel to both of the places and go down and then back west i don't know if those are the directions but that's just the way i'm out i'm glad it. in the movie they actually do provide like a hand-drawn map to show you yeah. exactly what's going on in the commentary for the blur they're like this is over explaining but blah 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 i'm like this is actually a helpful thing like yeah. it's like if they were just verbally explaining this i would have a hard time understanding what they're yeah. they're essentially crossing the street to avoid the bad guys and going to re-, re cross the street back to come back to the new kingdom basically two two kingdoms hostile against each other 
and they're going to sneak into the neutral zone. Yeah, and, and then, then sneak back, back into, out into the next kingdom that they the want to get to, yeah. even though the, the kingdom that they're in and the kingdom they want to be are right next to each other, but they're essentially just going to do U-turn around, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And Mafuni's like, <laughs> I will go with you. <laughs> Which... You find out later he was going to kill these guys until he hears this plan. He's like, oh, that's actually kind of a clever yeah. plan. I'll let you guys... He so doesn't say that it, well, then, Yeah, but, he's yeah. like, I'll come with you. And they're like, what? What? Why? And he pulls out his own stick of gold, and he's like... <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so what? he's like, they're, the next day they're they're walking to someplace, and Mufuni's like, hey, I think I see some sticks on top of that hill. And they start trying to climb a rocky hill. And we spend tw- this is, we spend fifty minutes on these two idiots is, trying to climb a hill. And one of my notes: so <laughs> hill climbing, huh? Because uh-huh. it goes on for a good five, at least five minutes in the film. Yeah. yeah, which doesn't sound like a lot until you're actually sitting there on your fourth minute of watching two little Japanese guys <laughs> failing miserably to try to climb the top of a rocky hill. Yeah, but um, they make it, and they're all, <gasps> oh, and they, they look down, and they're like, "Hey, there's a fortress down there." A hidden fortress. Was, it's just a house. It's not so much a fortress as it is. It's, a tiny house. It's two wooden shacks. Yeah. <laughs> I it's was a hidden fortress. That's one thing. The movie's called The Hidden Fortress. Yeah. I've been hearing about this movie ever since I was a little kid. This is the movie that inspired Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. The Hidden Fortress. And I'm expecting a fucking, like, oh, that's going to be so cool. And they're like, no. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I'm glad they have, like, two little wooden shacks and a cave they can hide out in. But, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. To the point, I wonder, spoilers, later on, the bad guys find the fortress. I'm like, how do they even find it? Like, even if yeah. we were looking for a hidden fortress, if you saw that, what would even make you think that's the hidden fortress where, like, even if you know you're in a movie called The Hidden Fortress and you're looking for a hidden fortress, you wouldn't think that's the hidden fortress that you're looking for. Yeah. You're like, oh, hey, we found some wooden shacks down there. Yeah, there's a there's a really nice shot of them standing at this on top of this this steep drop off hill with the the buildings down at the bottom yeah. and Mofuni comes walking out with the little fortress <laughs> puts his hands on his hip and is like oi get down here and they're like, like what well, the fuck did he get down there already yeah, yeah. um so they go, they go down there and he's like hey what's this... your names you Mitsubishi get the get the rice you uh what is it Oh no! You get the pot. You get the rice. Start making it. And they're like, "Well, we need water." And he's like, "Fine, come on, we'll get some water." Actually, he doesn't even say that. He's just like, Ugh. "Yo, that's his." He yeah, just he grunt to follow yeah, him. Yeah, he yells only like less than a dozen lines of dialogue in this whole movie. Yeah, uh, mostly just glaring and grunting at people. Yeah. Uh, so is this where they end up at the, the and he also friend? tells them his name which I cannot pronounce correctly does but it's Roku Rata or does he yeah. okay. well no he tells him his real name and they're like they're oh, like I you. know that name yeah that's a famous general you're not a fucking famous general he starts cracking you, up with that. Yeah. he's like haha you have heard of me and I am super awesome yeah. oh, and that's when he, he pulls, says you think he's pulling a goofy goof yeah he's like hey I'm gonna show you this little cliffside uh, I, oh, I, oh yeah he takes them into this, into one of the wooden sheds and he disappears and they open up the, the... what are you talking about no it's like he's when he when they ask him his name and he tells them his name they're like that guy's a famous general you're not him you're you're some kind of a liar and he laughs and he walks into the wooden shed and he disappears and they go into the shed and they pull back the curtain and it turns out like it's a cave in the back oh, of the okay. shed 
And so this, uh, this I thought you were starting to go on one of your oh, uh, your, no, 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 this your, is not a joke. your classic goofs. <laughs> no, but this is supposed to be one of the oh, like, Okay, I did, I thought that was just in a cave. I didn't know it was in a shed. Yeah, if you see that's supposed to be kind of like a thing. It's I guess the bar, yeah. like I don't know if this has been an ancient like ancient to Chinese secret. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I thought I'd be the one trying not to make it. Yeah, anyway, it's yeah. not racist. It's, it's not even accurate because this is Japanese. I know exactly. Yeah. Um. And, and, and as long as as long as we don't get Mickey Rooney, we'll be okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, well, no, I'm avoiding doing my Japanese uh, accent. You, least, even though it's an your accent. Japanese accent is actually trying to sound like you're Japanese. It's yeah. not like a caricature. Like, well, I, here's my two, saying, "Hey, here's my Toshiro Mifune impression." Ugh. That's appropriate. You're not making fun of the yeah. Japanese. You're making. You're just like pointing out that just being Toshiro Mifune, gruff, gruff, yeah, hairy exactly. man. It's more about his personality. Than yeah, his they follow him, and he's like, "Hey, there's yeah. some water," and they're like, "Oh!" and they run over and drink from the water, um, which they don't realize is filled with and sticks. They, they would not have been in what's his name's army from the Bible. <laughs> hey, what? That's a one percent joke. There's who is it? <laughs> what? Who is it? There's some fable in in the with Bible. The fish? No, where some somebody tells somebody else like, "Hey, oh man, you're talking about the, the wrong person." I know there's stuff. a river, and if people drink with their hands and bring it up to their mouth, you put them in their army. But if they drink down and drink the water like a dog, like, like sipping, yeah, yeah, directly into their mouth without bringing it up, don't put them in your army because the people that are bringing it up to their mouth with their hands are aware of their surroundings and the people that are dunking the whole face in the water oh, that's true they just they're, they're not gonna pay attention eat their face yeah that's an, actually that's an interesting it's actually not not bad wisdom actually yeah also why would you just stick your face into like because you you're know? so thirsty <sighs> although actually to be fair these guys there's like there's a little bit of a there's some height from the water so they kind of have to bend down and use yeah their, you know anyway but yeah they, but they do not realize that there's a bunch of sticks like the ones that have been looking well, no, for they, inside the pool they look and they're like oh sticks in the pool oh that's right and the funny come comes in. up and oh, okay, kicks, yeah. kicks the fat guy in the water and is like don't bother i already checked okay that's order uh and wait so yeah that happens they go back they're making rice and all of a sudden they're like oh Look up there, and there's a lady standing like Mifune yeah. on top of some rocks. Well, not quite. She doesn't have her hands on her hips. But she's, she's still all She's imperious. like holding basically a, a bamboo riding crop almost yeah. in her it hands. It took me a while to realize what that it. was, because I thought it was just a piece of bamboo, but you see, if you, yeah, at least on the Blu-ray, you can tell it's like actually a riding crop. Yeah. You know? And they're like, a girl! Oh, and they man. start to run and this chase must her. must have been some poor Japanese kids with sexual awakening, like super <laughs> imperious woman with a riding crop oh, being yeah. all... Well, yeah. Yeah. With then, super Vulcan ass eyebrows. Oh yeah, that's, well, that's we'll talk definitely about that one later. of my notes. Yeah, but uh, Mifune like pushes him over and is like, "Hey, don't touch her. She's mine. You lay a hand on her, I'll kill yous." And I'm like, "Okay, boss." He's so bossy. He's bossy. Is this before or after they run into her at the pool? This is before. Okay, because again, it gets a little creepy there for a moment. So uh, these guys, uh, then that scene ends. <laughs> she gone. Um, they're digging again. These guys are digging machines. Yeah, they're like their arms should be massive with Which all the digging. I don't think they even they say. Do. Oh, it turns out that they're digging. It's a test by Mifune to see if they would do it or something like that. Well, that's an excuse he uses. I think he just wanted to give me an asshole and keep them busy. Oh yeah, just get get them out of his hair for for yeah. an afternoon. Yeah, because it's uh, up until he, they say tell him late much later. You made us dig. It's not clear if they're digging of their own volition or, or something like that. Yeah, or just, his. Yeah. Uh, but they think the gold might be buried in the ground, even though it's in sticks. 
I don't know. It is a magical uh, land where the gold just grows in trees. So they, they get exhausted and lay down. They're all sweaty and glistening and, oh, that's what it and, is, and yeah. chubby. Which is, is this when no forms at all. Is this when they're also fighting and the one guy takes a swing at the other guy yeah. with a pickaxe and it lands right next to his head and they're suddenly they're upset? Like, oh my god, I didn't mean to fight because they <laughs> one of them almost killed you. I everyone. almost killed you! Yeah. 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 Uh, but, yeah, they're like, hey, you know what? The guy's an asshole. I bet he was lying about those springs. Let's go check out them sticks. I do think Star Wars would be better if R2-D2 and 3PO hated everyone they were hanging out with and just, like, <laughs> did everything they did for greed and money. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I do love how, like, at five, no matter what kindness they're shown in this movie, it only takes them five minutes to go, you know what? Fuck that person. I'm sure there's some gold or shit somewhere. We should just steal that and run. Yeah. Yeah, so. So they run back to the springs and, oh! <gasps> There's a lady there! Bending over for a moment where I'm like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little, like, intentionally revealing. And she turns around and she looks at them, and then she holds up her hand and makes a V and says, Live along and prosper. And she beams away. Yeah. And then Mufuni shows up and says, Yes, you've busted us. We are from the United Federation of Planets. We are Vulcan. <laughs> yeah, this explains a lot. Actually, Japanese people is Vulcans. That's is that racist to say? No, but like know. he's actually to sure from a Foonie as as a, a Vulcan. He's too hairy to be a Vulcan. They were gonna have him play Romulan in a Star Trek movie once a long mm. time ago. That was a pitch for Star Trek Two that never quite worked out. Mm. Um, but yeah. So her eyebrows are dumb. <laughs> and I like so looking at the special feature of what was going on. Actually, both her and Mifune were wearing fake eyebrows. Mm. Uh, what they were trying to do is there's the Japanese theater of no which is kind of like the super bare no props or anything like that you're usually just on a, on a bare wooden stage yeah it's the thing if you've ever seen where like people will be kind of like slowly dancing on a stage and yeah. it's like a yeah, wooden I, flute going Wah! yeah I, I, it's that I, shit i saw barishnikov do that yeah yeah and, and so they wear like the masks with very extreme it did, faces it did not play well for the people in the balcony oh, like i, I was imagine. down on the oh, ground god yeah <laughs> my sister was up in the balconies and she said people up there were laughing because <laughs> which it's, is it's, it's fucking such, noise and it's, just and it's just tiny super intricate music or movements well that's the thing so and much it doesn't of the performance the is supposed to be just like in the twist of a wrist or yeah. something like that where you kind of have to be right there just seeing what everyone's mm -hmm. doing otherwise it's just people going is amazing it was boring as yeah. fuck <laughs> so their faces like it was uh, uh kurosawa was just trying to make their faces look like no masks okay and noh that's what the theater is yeah. called and uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, he wanted them to look as rigid and noble and as mask-like as possible. Like, because, mm. like, the masks the characters in those things wear, will, like, will look like their faces were just, like, kind of angry yeah. and imperious, so. So they, they start tracing her being creepy creepy dudes. And, yeah, and, in a but way, then, that's kind of... But then she finds their one weakness, branches! They she just starts whipping branches at them. It seem as if they've eaten for a couple days and yeah. they've been working hard, but yeah, she just kind of whips the branches and they just kind of get deflected off and they're like, ah. This movie has a lot of people being very afraid of things, which it's, we'll talk more about later. There's something in the, like, I don't know if it's because, like, the main characters are peasants or something like that, but there's something I've noticed in a lot of Japanese movies where it's a lot of very skitterish, like, <gasps> Yeah. Uh, like even in like Godzilla movies, Kung Fu movies, it, it doesn't take a lot for someone to like do something and suddenly everyone gets like, <gasps> and a like, very kind of theatrical kind of scaredy cat kind of way, which yeah. you don't see in Western movies very often. But, but then yeah. she's walking away and they stop and pick something up off the ground and it's a comb. 
with the Akazuki clan symbol. Yeah, and which is like, a big dick. She must be a princess then. Yeah. It all makes sense. So I, was, I wondered if she actually left the comb behind just as a distraction. Because to, to, knowing that they would yeah, like get know. distracted by the, the comb and then she'd just like make a hard left into the woods and finally mm-hmm. get rid of them. But, but then yeah. we're back in the hidden fortress and Mifuni's kicking the shit out of the fat guy. He's like, hey, where's the other, where'd the other idiot go? And he's like, I don't know. And he like beats him up a little and he's like, all right. He went to town to, to say that the oh, princess is here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, here. they've already sold out the princess as soon as possible. Yeah. yeah. But but then the the short guy comes back and he's looking all dejected and he's like, "Hey, did you get the the ten year old?" And he's like, "No, they already caught the princess. They executed her too. Right? Yeah, the they beheaded her. With, yeah, before they say that. Uh, all right, it happens in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, now at some point, Mifuni t- says, "Hey, I already turned in the princess. Look, here's the here's the reward money." I already did it. Oh, that's right, because he pulled, like, he just has to be carrying, like, five pounds of gold in his, like, open Well, it's ten Rio, yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of, it's a big, kind of, like, it turns into, like, a a pretty hefty brick of gold in his, yeah, that he just has to be carrying in his waistband of his tiny little pajama pants. But I think, I think that happens in the woods. His little pants. And he's like, look, I I already turned her, I, I, that's not the princess, I captured the princess, turn him in, no. Okay. Here's the money to prove it. And, but they don't believe him, so the shorter one goes to fucking Maybe rat them out. Yeah. And he comes back and he's like, they already beheaded her. It's kind of fucked up. And it, this, like... make, this makes Mufuni grumpy. Yeah. So he wanders off silently and full of anger. Uh, Which is a little bit sad when we find out later what's going on. Yeah. He walks through the woods and we follow him with some very nice shots by some waterfalls. And he goes into a cave yeah. and there's an old lady and the girl that's been around. And he kneels down with them and they're like hey what's up with that girl this girl's name and he's like she served her purpose and you find and out her name's like Kyofu or something like that it yeah. was his sister that got beheaded and the princess freaks the fuck out because she was the same the, his Mifuni's sister who just sacrificed her own life pretending to be the princess is the same age as her yeah she's like what a connection yeah what's the difference between her and me there's no reason why she should have to sacrifice her life because we're like what's the difference between like, two souls why are yeah. you mad at Mifuni stop yelling at him his sister's I do, dead I know I, it is but it is like it, it is the thing where they like in, in an effort to show how much she cares that she lashes out at the wrong person because she's such a good leader that she's so upset that to even lose this one person who Who's had already like been designated to be the person who would yeah. do this? She's probably trained her whole life to sacrifice her life so, to protect the princess. She's that upset about it. So, she yeah. yells a bunch and then leaves. And the old lady in the cave is like, "Eh, her father raised her as a boy. I wish he hadn't I done do- that because he didn't have an heir." But fuck, what can we do? Shh. She's an angry girl. She does. She is very angry and has yeah. little pants on too. You say go left, she goes right. I don't know. <laughs> It's weird because the old guy in this scene is it is Jackie Mason. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Ugh. So then, but then we see a scene of her standing on a cliffside with her normal stance, holding her riding crop, and then you see her face, and she's just like, <laughs> just weeping and giant tears. The Akazuki emblem flag dissolves yeah. <laughs> in on her face, and the super almost seems like a fucking uh, uh, 
like propaganda yeah. for her clan because it's the big crescent moon <laughs> flag and she's yep. weeping and I mean it's pro it's it's cartoony in a Saturday morning matinee. I could I could see that why this movie influenced George Lucas Star Wars because it's all very kind of cartoony, very like narrative, big colorful blocks of stuff mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. So then the two idiots later on are like, "There's horses at the spring. We've been found out. Oh no!" So they go in there. No, they don't they go are in scared there. They of don't everything. go in there. Yeah, they're they're. they're but no, Mufuni comes out and says, "No, well, I brought this horse." Shut up! Uh, no, that's what? No, what? Uh, robot. We see <laughs> now who is the garbage monster. <laughs> uh, oh man! Oof. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> um, oh. No, but then we see the girl grabs one of the horses. And starts riding it through the woods. Oh, okay, yeah. Pa-dum, she pa-dum, has pa-dum. her, like, brave moment of, like, yeah, she's got to get away from everything for a moment and kind of, like... I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But she rides one of the horses, and then we're back in the cave where Mifuni is meeting with, apparently, the owners of the horses. There's two guys sitting at the entrance of the cave, standing guard, and there's an old dude inside, and the old lady who was already established there, and they're talking about how to move the princess and what to do. And they're like... The oh, old guy is, uh, the guy who played Ikiru in... Seven Samurai? Oh no, Ikiru is the name of it's the the movie um oh. Kurosawa did about the office guy who gets cancer. Oh. Ikiru means No, that's not it's not his name. Ikiru means to live, but it's he's the main he was also the head of the Seven Samurai. He was yeah. uh, played one of the scientists in Godzilla. Mm. I forget the characters but he's just one of my favorite Japanese actors. He's oh, okay. he's just I lo- he's a bald guy. Yeah. Yoda was kind of partially based off of him a little bit. It's so, kind of a thing, but yeah. So they're basically like, uh well, what do we do about the princess? She's way too, way too regal. If she talks, everybody's going to be like, whoa, whoa, calm to down. To be fair, the way she does talk, yeah. like, attract attention. As which... soon as she talks, people are going to know she's noble. All she does is roar at people. Yeah, yeah really, holy shit. And then, then they're like, Mifuni's like, well, she's going to have to be a mute. But that's the only answer. And they're like, good luck making her not talk. Yeah. Basically, he's like, uh, leave it to me. Before and he's acting during the next scene when yeah, and then she comes in. He tries to use reverse psychology. Yeah, yeah. She comes in and she's like, "Oh, that horse is fucking fantastic! It's a waste to use it as a pack horse." A pack horse. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool." So about that, you know, we were talking up in here. He's and he uh, doing the look on his face of kind of like cartooning. Hmm. Yeah. So you know, and and they were like, "Hey." maybe the princess should be a moot. And I was like, ah, she'd never be able to pull it she off. She could never possibly quiet. people would tell if you were, you know, and I was like, ah, she couldn't last, not talking. And she's like, I know what you're doing. You say go left, I go right. You're trying to use reverse psychology on me. Well, sir, it's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's the end of the scene. There's no button to it or anything. I thought there was gonna be a little bit of a twist, but it's just Mifuni kinda like stroking his mustache and her just like, Fine, fuck you, I will be quiet. Mm. Yeah. And that's and, oh she says <laughs> She's if you like, have anything more to ask yeah. of me, you got any I'm more plans? Quiet. Yeah. I'm gonna stop talking. I'm never now. say anything again until mm. we're all dead. She's, and that's, she snaps a Z, <laughs> bobs her head back and forth and says, mm. Screen wiped the next day. Yeah. Yep. It's it's just yeah. It was a, oh. it was a star fade. It was unexpected <laughs> for the time. Oh, fucking. Uh, it, w- it was the fucking Batman mask rolling away into space. Um, so, Mifuni comes back and he's like, hey, you idiots, we're gonna we're gonna take that gold and we're gonna go th- over. And they're like, 
what are you talking about? Where is the gold? And he's like, in, it's in the water. And they're like, oh, son of a bitch, I knew it! Uh, Which I love they were right to begin with. It's just like him just saying, no, that's not it. That's what all it took to throw them off the set and was like, oh, motherfucker, yeah. we should have paid attention to our base instincts. And uh, yeah. an hour into the movie <laughs> and the adventure finally begins. <laughs> Which we're an hour into the podcast, so yeah, oh, we're wow. pretty much keeping yeah. up real time. So uh, they go along. They reach pretty close. There's a, a river, which is a border up between the two things. And they're like, what do we do? There's a border right there. And Mifune is like, stay here. Don't do anything. I'll be right back. And everybody, the pack, the horses have the wood on the backs and they're all carrying um, They're just carrying wood a shitload of sticks now, yeah. And as, as they were walking there, they meet up with the princess. And he's like, hey, she's a mute. She can't. She can't. She can't. She can't. She can't. Just don't even ask what she can't. But just, she, can't. she can't. It's yeah. And she got a tiny little bundle of sticks for her back because <laughs> because because ladies they're not as strong as men. She would have to start menstruating before she could start carrying more sticks. <laughs> Christ. Um, is this thing where they just go directly into the village? Or? Well, no, no, no. So Mafuni runs off, and they start being like, "He's gone." Let's go. Let's fucking get out of here. The two idiots are like that. And the other one's like, dude, she's sitting right there. She can hear us. Oh, that's right. And this starts like, the no, thing no, no, where no. they have no idea. She's mute. That means she can't hear us. Is this the one where she's sitting? She takes off her pack. She's sitting on a bunch of sticks. Yeah. And she's not even acting like she even knows that they're there, much less yeah. that she's mute. She's just kind of staring off into the distance while they're just like talking yeah. about their plans to get they're the like, hell out of there. Let's tell her that we're going to take the horses to get a drink of water. And they start doing some pantomime to try to tell her horses yeah. drinking water. And if I didn't know they were trying to tell her get to, they were taking the horses to get water, I'd be like, what the, the what one guy doing? actually is better. Cause he does a whole, yeah. and like, he's better about the pantomime than the other one. But yeah. yeah. Um, so they sneak away with the horses to lead them to drink. Uh, and she follows, I think. There's, it ultimately oh, doesn't bit. matter for anything, really, because they still just end up all well, no, be back together, right? They're, they're like, cross, trying to cross the river, and they're using sticks to poke in front of them to Oh, yeah, see to the check the depth the so depth they, they don't fall into anything. And, and yeah. they do something that will be a recurring theme, theme with them, where two guys stand up and go, hey, what are you doing? And instead of going, oh, it's just crossing, they go, ah! and start trying to run away, which, you which know. Which completely undoes the plans every time. Not suspicious at all they have no fucking chill the yeah. moment they even like have a situation where they have to act cool for a moment to get through the yeah they just scream and run yeah, yeah. and then so Mafuni sees like he's been looking at a bridge that crosses the river and all of a sudden like a whole army starts moving and like it's like hundreds of dudes because they saw two got two greasy ass fuckers trying to cross a river yeah um two like really fucked up looking peasants not soldiers or anything like that but yeah they mobilize the whole damn army. Uh, uh, so yeah. they they are, they're gonna go back into the fortress because they're like, Mifuni comes back and they're nowhere to be seen. But then uh, the princess comes back with the horses and she's like, "Hey, those idiots were gonna leave." Oh no, she doesn't say anything. She just brings the horses back and they come back and they're like, hey, "There's guards on the other side of the river." And or maybe she does tell him. Yeah, she must tell. Him. And he yeah, slaps them both in the face and is like, "You idiots! I know what you were doing." Come on! Yeah. And they're going to go back to the fortress to wait there, but oh no, there's a fire at the fortress! Yes, the uh, Yamana clan has found the fortress, burned the uh, the fortress, and no. killed... 
The monkeys? <laughs> the monkeys suddenly Yo, show up. The, hey, hey. Where uh, are the monkeys? No, uh, it's, they talk about it a little bit later. The, the Yamaza clan did not burn the fortress. The people, the, the three dudes and the old lady burnt it. They lit it on fire and fought to the bitter end. But that would have been when the Yamada clan was yes, attacking them. But right? the Yamada clan is burned. not the ones that burned it. Oh, okay. That's that's an interesting distinction. But yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. I mean, who cares in the long run? They're dead. But, and their fortress is gone. Correcting, yeah, that's the ultimate you, result. correcting you is the only way I can feel alive. It's the only way you can get a heart on anymore. Well, I wasn't going to go to that point, but uh, no. That's the only thing that Jarrell Russell's you, Jimmy. This is understandable. Uh, um, so but yeah, they, so they can't turn back. Now no. they have to move forward because yeah, yeah. they have no. No uh, ground to go. So they move forward, and uh, Mafuni's like... So they go back to the checkpoint where yeah. like the two He's guys like, almost got busted at. Yeah. yeah. I got a plan. Don't worry about it. Let's, Let's just go ro- forward. Yeah. Let's roll. So they're at the checkpoint, and people are going forward. Show you pass, show you pass. And they're like, hey... Where's your pass? And he's like, hey, look at this. And he pulls a stick and it's got a little piece of gold in it. And he's like, I found this up in the mountains. And they're like, oh. And they take him to see the the chubby samurai leader. The head guys, whoever's the head, in charge yeah, of this checkpoint. This guy. Yeah. And, Which is actually a pretty ingenious way to get past this checkpoint. Yeah. yeah. And and Mifuni's, they're like, oh, you found this in the mountains? Send a bunch of horses out there. And Mifuni's like, all right, give it back. It's mine. And he's like, uh uh-uh. And he's like, I want, they don't want a reward. And they're like, uh-uh. And he's like, well, I'm going to sit right here until I get a reward. And they're like, uh, no. And he's like, I want a reward. I want a reward. <laughs> he really does commit to it. It's not just like one like request for a reward. And he's just like, okay, I'm, we're getting out. He really puts up like, well, yeah. he's almost about to get arrested yeah. if he doesn't stop. Yeah. So, up an argument so luckily they push, they push them off to the other side that they wanted to go. Yeah, Cause through. they just want them out of the way. So they go claim yeah. the gold for themselves. Yeah. They don't, they're not paying attention to the fact that they just let a whole bunch of people without a pass through. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 so, it's pretty great. So they do that and they go on their merry way and keep moving. And then a guy comes in on a horse, and he's like, hey, any of you idiots seen three dudes and a lady and a bunch of horses with sticks? A shitload of sticks? If you, if you see that, you arrest them. All right, I'm out of here. The this, the guy that just let them go is like, oh, no. Oh, fuck. I can still see them down the road. They haven't gotten that far away, but... Hey, well, I guess he's so worried about getting busted, like finding out, like if even even if he has to go chase after them, explaining that he had to go chase after them because yeah. he let them go yeah. would be he would lose so much face that he just decides I'll let him go and pretend it never even happened, yeah. and we'll just like let let yeah <laughs> let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. Um, because although it is, you you think just. A bunch of uh, randos and horses tromping all over the Japanese countryside carrying in enough sticks to build a wicker man would still be kind of conspicuous just because they're carrying a lot of sticks. Yeah. It's not just like, I don't know. I think they're still in trouble, but I don't know. I don't know I either. Don't know. So they're walking through a town and the two idiots are constantly like, like hey, let's go in the back road. Hey, let's let's get as suspicious as possible. Because now they're officially in hostile enemy tort. It's not, they're no longer in... The Akazuki clan's territory that's been taken over in the Yamanas. They're in the Yamanas home mm-hmm. turf now. So yeah, the the two peasants are especially just like. Aah. So, um, Mufuni's like, we're gonna stay at this inn tonight, and they're like, no, we, we gotta hide. And he's like, what's he say? Something like, if you want to hide men, you hide them among men. Yeah, yeah. If you want to hide sticks, you have to hide them among sticks. Yeah. yeah. So, so they go inside, uh, and there's a dude who's very grumpy because the lady he bought uh she won't have sex for money 
and that makes him him grumpy. So he's like, "Hey, if anybody wants to buy her, she's only five silver." Yeah, and it's insinuated that he just picked her up uh, as a slave in the wake of the Yamana attack on Akazuki territory. Yeah. So she's an Akazuki citizen who's been essentially been Shanghaied as a sex slave, but yeah. to this asshole. And the princess is walking around, and he's like, "Oh, who?" Who does she belong to? Yeah. I'll pay money for her. Come on, guys. Who's Who owns her? There is a nice they... scene of the princess walking among people because she's not used to walking yeah. around commoners. So she's just walking around. No one recognizes her or anything. So she's just quietly just like checking out just how normal people live. Mm-hmm. And so she's not really paying attention to how she's exposing herself to everybody. So, yeah, all these guys like pile drive. They just only show up and like, oh, my God, who's, then, how much? Yeah, how much is but she? But then the short sale? guy comes in and she's like, he's like, <laughs> she's a mute. And he's like, oh, I don't want her. She's a mute, but what does that have to do with anything? If anything, for a lot of guys, that'd be the ideal situation. It's it's, it's, it's the lady you could use for bad things who will never complain. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, this is like... I that guess would, because she can't that hear orders, to maybe? I, I think that's insinuated later. He doesn't understand that... Or so one of the characters in the movie doesn't understand that mute doesn't necessarily just also mean deaf. Yeah. But yeah. So, so but then, uh, uh, I guess he was a samurai, maybe? He comes in and is like, hey, whose horse is outside? Yeah, and this is... And Mifune's like, it's mine. And he's like, it's too good for a pack horse. Here's five silver. I'm buying it. Goodbye. Which I do like this. <laughs> so, he leaves. He doesn't even give him Mifune a chance to go. Oh, no, no, I don't. No, I don't want to sell it. I was it. wondering about that. So in the commentary, they talk about. So what happens is because uh, the samurai is in an upper class above what Mifune's pretending to be, mm-hmm. and so Mifune can't re- turn down the offer without. I guess because yeah, the that's class what structure I set up that he can't actually say no. The samurai just wants what he wants. He'll buy it. Yeah. And so unless like Mifuni actually puts up a fight, he's got to sell this horse. Because I was wondering like why doesn't he just say no? Like, but I guess society back then that worked in a way that you couldn't just say no. The guy yeah. was outranked him. So and plus, he's like, you could horse. buy five horses with that money. Yeah. So. And so he does end up having. You don't actually see the sale, but like the dude essentially does walk off with the best horse. And I do love and how it ties back into the princess talking about how that same horse was to be. Like she was right yeah. about that pack horse being uh, too good for them. Five silver? What a coinky dink. That's exactly how much that guy wanted for that slave girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they. Because, up, yeah. Because then the princess takes Mifuni away and she's like, hey, buy her. And he's like, I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And then she's like, buy that girl. You cannot make my heart mute, too. He's like, ugh, women. It is. God, I'm I, I do like that the princess <laughs> is still the moral compass for the movie. Like, she's young and bratty and she's inexperienced, but she is, like, that's how they show that she is the true leader and yeah. that she's always, like, at least correct in terms of, like, moral stance. So she's, you know, still, like, wise in her ways in terms of how humanity yeah. works, even though she's a bit So they buy her. They buy the slave girl, which I love how all this works out for them in the end in the next scene. Yeah, so yeah. the next day they're going along and they now have a cart that the two idiots are pulling. And, uh... They don't... Do they have any horses now? It doesn't no, seem no like horses it. Yeah. at all. So which, then, which, they had three horses, they sold one. They used to think there would still be two left, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... They probably sold the two for the cart, maybe. maybe but it's not, yeah, because they didn't have a yeah. They actually that's so, what happened. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. A bunch of guards run past and they stop, and the two idiots are like, <laughs> "Worst poker faces again." Again, Acting again super yeah. suspicious. And Mafuni is like, "Stop being assholes." Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, if you see anybody with three horses, and three horses, three, three guys, guys and, one, and a girl and one lady, and a bunch of sticks, report it." All right, we're out. Yeah. And they start riding off. Good they, thing you aren't that, you 
three guys, two women, no horses, and a bunch of sticks. Yeah. And then they ride off. Yeah. Yep. But then they come back. They're like, hey, wait a second. They're like, hey, do you think they could have picked up an extra lady and gotten rid of the horses? Huh. Uh, you know what? Maybe we should go back and check. Yeah, because they literally just go like about a hundred yards down and come yeah. back right back. Yeah, so they come back and one of them pops like off Moody's his horse. Like, oh, shit. One yeah. of them hops off his horse as the other as the guys are like ah, ah, freaking out again. <laughs> and he takes a stick and he's like, "I'm going to test this." But then Mafudi grabs the guy's sword and just fucking starts chopping people up. I love like when combat like because the guy's fully armored, but Mafudi still takes him out with one random slash right to his chest. Like yeah. you shouldn't be able to take him out that quickly. I uh, know um, he's Mafuni. I know, he but he, he's got. Yeah, he's, he's, he got magic Mifuni sword powers. Yeah. Um, so before he kills the second guy, he's like, go tell them about this. Yeah. And the two, Which, two actually, guys on... this is... Actually, not... You were talking about the speeder bike chase. Yeah. Actually, this is, this is how the speeder bike chase does start because... Uh, Two guys on speeder bikes do mm, jet off, and then true. Han and Leia have to get have to chase after. But like the the looks of the chase is not the same. Bill but Madrid. actually, yeah, Luke and Leia chase after. Who'd I say? Not Han and Leia. Han and Leia. Oh, that's right. You are the worst Star Han Wars fan I've ever met in my life. It's been true. I've only read this Return of the Jedi storybook. <laughs> I've never actually seen the film. So Mafuna hops on one of the other horses. <laughs> yeah, and fucking chases these fuckers and he is riding with both hands on this samurai sword holding it above his head looking is, like the world's biggest badass it is such a great image of him like he's standing he's not standing with his feet on top of the horse but his feet are in the stirrups yeah. but he's still standing straight up rigid and it is obviously him yeah uh, looking at the, uh, the the making of stuff uh, they did have two stand-ins from Mufuni. one of them was a horse guy who's gonna do that scene and Mufuni's like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it like this is you paid me to be in this movie i'm gonna do my own action scene even though it sounds ridiculous i'm gonna stand and that's that's him so yeah that's him chasing these guys down is fucking awesome yeah it is it is it is a good action adventure moment like just... he kills the first guy pretty quickly and the guy falls off the horse <laughs> yeah. and then the second guy like has a spear i think and they're like yeah fighting as they're riding down this long pathway and they're just clink clanking clunking and it's fucking awesome and finally mafuni chops that guy because it's not just like one like like a quick like 10 second burst of fighting yeah. it goes like it's, yeah, it's it an goes. actual little chase sequence yeah. Um, it's interesting too because I know they had dollies back then, and if they were to shoot this scene now, it would be uh with a truck, camera, uh truck mounted camera or a camera on a dolly, so the camera would be right alongside yeah. the horses. It's interesting in this; it's a bunch of pans. The camera is stationary, and it's just like panning across as the, as the horses move past. And it's I knew they had they they had the technology to film it. So, it's just a weird, interesting shooting style. They could have made it so the camera's actually tracking along with the horses. Yeah. Instead, so this whole sequence is a bunch of panning shots intercut with uh, close-ups of the thundering hoofs of the horses as they're fighting together. It just editorially, it's just interesting how they like this yeah. decided to shoot that. Um, but it still looks cool, though. Oh, it looks awesome. But yeah, this scene's fucking rad. And again, Mifune is the best special effect you could have yeah. in a movie like this. Just even regarding the, the fighting aside, <laughs> just his personality is just like, oh shit, you don't so want to fuck with him. Yeah, he kills the other guy, and oops, he Runs into the enemy camp well, right yeah, in the that's middle. The thing. Yeah, he just knocks down the last guy just long enough to like, want, yeah, end up in the enemy camp where they were running to report yeah. the discovery of the princess at. Yeah. 
Uh, but then a, some guy's like, Hey, Mavuni, is that you? <laughs> this really is the most kind of redneck, like, Hey, yeah, it's me. How you doing? You, 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 you house Barbara and the kids. I, I don't remember this guy's name, but Mavuni's like, Hey, it's you. And then he's like, Man, I would have loved to have faced you in battle. Yeah. He's like, I would have liked to do that, too. These guys have some kind of hey, history. how about the duel? And he's like, All right, then. Yeah. What kind of weapons? Swords? Spears? A straw with a piece of wadded up paper inside of it? Spitballs? He's like, I think a spear. And he's like, well, all the spears around here are pretty shitty. Yeah, this but goes pick whatever minute. one you want. Yeah, this results in a five-minute Mifuni just testing spear scene. <laughs> yeah, he walks um, around like... This is, really this looks is one of those it. things where uh, watching an older movie, uh, growing up uh, with more modern food movies with faster pacing kind of kicks me in the ass. Where I can see what they're doing. They just had a big chase scene. They're slowing things down for this big duel. But man, this duel goes on for a while. Just like I said, even five minutes of him, like, taking spears out of enemy soldiers' hands to test them before he fights this enemy general guy. Yeah. It just goes on for a little bit. We're like, okay, I get the point. You can speed things up a little bit now. <laughs> I was but, fine with it. but uh, was not, It's not bad, but... Apparently, yeah. spear fighting is also known as yelling a lot. A lot. Just, uh, <laughs> just yeah, try, cause try to intimidate the other guy. They'll pose and then they'll go... Rawr! Oh, no, no. Yeah. There also are just a lot of cutting up of sheets that have been hung yeah. up. Um, I feel bad and, for whoever had to... Uh, print all those logos on all yeah. those nice little flags and shit that get torn up in this scene, but yeah. Yeah, those probably took a long time to make. A lot make. of screen, pissed off screen printers that working but in that army. I miss Bushido Blade. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it was I a good game. I a little bit of that. That was know. a cool game. This, this one, fight made me miss it. Was that the one where it's pretty much instant kills? Yeah. Yeah, that was fucked up. Or you up. could hit, like, cripple their arms or legs and that's stuff. That's what it was. That was, that was good That's kind of like what they're trying to go for. Man. Yeah. Actually, if you did a curse, I like, Bushida Blade fighting the, um, fuck. The, uh, the general that he's fighting against, or I don't know if he's a general, the whatever he is. He is, he's a, yeah, exactly, okay. yeah. He got facial hair up by his eyeballs on his I cheekbones? Again, I don't know if that's, like, makeup, because you think, because, like, all the upper-class people in this movie, like the like the samurai-class people, they, they, they tend to give, like, crazy, like, you know, the, I don't know if this is supposed to be another no-mask moment? Yeah, I don't or know. Or if that guy just had fucking hair up to his eyeballs on his face. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, this is also the same guy who played Senshiro Sugata in, uh, Mifune's first, or, uh, in, uh, Kurosawa's first movie. Mm. Played the titular wrestling character. I see. Um, but it's older now. Like they fight. Older, so he's a little chubby guy. They fight. Not shockingly, Mifune breaks his spear, and the guy's like, I lost. And Mifune's like, cool, I'm outie. Yeah. What? And he's like, wait. And Mifune's like, we'll meet again. Yeah. And he rides off. I've seen this happen in movies before where, like, someone will beat a, a bad guy, another bad guy, and then run away without any kind of repercussions. And you're like, what happened to that guy? Like, you think that guy's going to get in trouble for letting the hero go, mm -hmm. even though he let well, him go out of honor. And I'm glad this, to see this ends up becoming a plot element in the yeah, film Yeah, but later. at this point, they don't know that Mifune's with the princess. That's true, it's exactly, a, yeah. It's, it's, it's all they know that the princess is being... You think you would suspect because everyone knows that it seems to suspect that the well, did they know that the princess's double was assassinated? No, everyone it's... seems to think the princess was killed. I don't yeah. know if news has gotten out that it was, just yeah. There's a, double. This, a scene where somebody says, like, what does it matter? The princess was killed, and somebody says, like, have you says, ever heard of doubles? Yeah, but that's yeah, uh, 
Yeah, but I think Ma- that's actually the next scene or okay. some, something. But uh, we're coming up the, around that the stuff, slave yeah. girl who I don't think she's ever named. Is she? Does she even speak that much in the movie? She has a couple lines. Oh, okay, but um, she's walking with some food for everybody, and she walks past some peasants who are talking about how. Uh, basically everybody knows what they're doing. Like the princess is traveling with a couple of idiots. When they're stuck in the rain, they're like a little cavern, not even a cavern, like a little hollow in a rock where they're still getting rained on. But the peasants are like, they're like, he's like, Hey, um, this reward is pretty huge for him. And all the peasants are like, Oh shit, we better go tell them about it. And he's like, yeah, but uh, Mafuni's with him. And they're like, Oh yeah, I guess we won't go. (laughs) Y'all got all dejected. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the word is out there screwed. There's no more sneaking around. So Mafuni goes to find something else to put because everybody knows this gold is in the sticks now. So That's he goes to find is, yeah. something else to put the gold into. And he leaves the two idiots alone with the princess who is sleeping. I rewatched and... this last night with commentary and fell asleep for this, like the next 45 minutes. Oh, so nice. this little fuzzier I'm about. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Mafuni leaves. They're alone with her. And then it gets creepy. Because yeah, because then they realize that they're creepy. alone with the princess. And like one of them is like trying to look up her shorts, I think. Yeah. And then he co- turns to the other guy, a fat one is looking up her shorts. He turns to the other guy and is like, whoever draws a short stick has to leave for a while. Yeah. And then they do that. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Earlier in the commentary for the, for the movie, the first time they kind of go after the princess. The commentator's like, this is one of the weirder parts of the movie is, like, their their kind of attitude towards the princess and what exactly their intentions are. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it seems from all points that they are going to try to rape her. Yeah. Yeah, so which, for a, what is supposed to be kind of a light, frothy action-adventure movie gets a little like, eh, Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah, um, but then, but then, do-do-do-do, yeah. the peasant girl shows up. Yeah, I like that. And starts she has beating a the fuck out of she these two idiots. She fucking kicks the shit out of those assholes. And then, like, she... Picks up a giant rock and holds it she's above She's about her to head brain to, them, yeah. yeah. to brain them. And then a kind of a scene transition to later on, and she's still got the rock above her head. That's How long was this chick holding this rock above her head? It's not like she was a slave for a long time. Like, maybe like a couple, like two weeks at the most. So it's not like she was, like, raised as a slave to be super strong. She was just like, yeah, she's just pissed. Oh, yeah. Which, granted, she was sold into sexual slavery. It makes sense that she would see someone else get, like, almost sexually compromised. You wouldn't want to beat the fuck out of yeah. those guys. They're lucky that she didn't just actually just flat out because she could probably could have killed them yeah. both. I don't think they either of them would have probably put up yeah. much of a fight. But yeah. So we see some soldiers run, riding down a road and they're all, "What is this shit?" and kick a bunch of random barrels out of the two random barrels, giant barrels I know, out exactly. of the way. Just happened. And it's like, oh, those well, are nice looking barrels. Yeah. 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 Uh, Donkey Kong would have been. Hmm. Yes, I will throw these later. <laughs> uh, Mafuni comes out of the bushes and is like, "Oh, barrels!" and t- picks them up with a stick and runs off. Uh, back to where the gold is. Mm-hmm. Uh, while he is doing that, the two idiots uh, see that the fire festival is happening in nearby and town. Yeah. There's a there's a stream of people with wood uh, marching. It is an army of peasants being yeah yeah being used to haul haul wood and twigs and stuff yeah, for and this stuff Yamana to burn. clan fire festival. Yeah. Um, and they're like, hey, we can blend in with them. Let's go do it. They kind of take a... Yeah. Our plans have never gone awry. To be fair, they're kind of taking Mifune's advice. If you want to hide men among men, yeah. you hide them among men. You know, you know, you don't hide out in the wild. Uh, but so at the same that's time... That's not the craziest idea. Yeah, but, but at like, the well, same time, you're taking it to a place where it's going to get burnt. It's not like you're going to go in there and go... Uh, can we not burn this wood? Yeah, this is special wood. We just brought this. This is just for show. 
this is this is display wood, not burning wood. Yeah. Yeah. But as they go down and like uh, they're like, oh, everybody should help everybody. So then some of the actual people that are carrying sticks start helping them push the carts and some soldiers run by ride by them. And they're like, uh, there's too many sticks to inspect here. And they're like, well, just inspect anybody that looks suspicious. And they immediately start to look suspicious. <laughs> they don't waste any time to be like, oh, Again, oh, the peasants oh, have no oh, chill. Oh, and like, they're doing this, like, like they're having this, like, the generals are having this conversation right in front of them. And they're like, ah! Yeah. You, it's almost surprising they don't just shout out and go, oh my god, we're busted. Right there, right in front of the people talking about this. I expected somebody to be like, did you just piss and poop yourself <laughs> out of fear? <laughs> Uh, Mifuni shows yeah. up. Oh wait, no, no, sorry. Um, Does I can't? Yeah, because I like I I I fell asleep during this part. While well, watching it, Mifuni this is shows foggy. up to the peasant girl and he's like, "Where where where is everything?" Yeah, I brought barrels. I what brought barrels. Where is it? And the peasant girl's like, "They don't. They joined the fireplace brigade." And they're gonna burn the wood, and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" Isn't it as simple as just drives I, everyone to the fire festival then? Yeah, he's yeah. like, "I can't leave those idiots alone for two seconds." So then the fire festival is happening at night, and everybody's singing and dancing and burning stuff. And then, yeah, uh, I'm assuming this is an actual Japanese kind of festival. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Well, they're singing a song about burning some wood. Yeah, how all lives must burn, and the lives of all mess men must be destroyed, and yeah, yeah. It's a cool little scene. I really yeah. like how everything looks here. Yeah. Yeah. So so then somebody's like, hey, burn your wood. And they're like, no, no, not our wood. And Again, he's this like, is no, this burn is... your wood. Yeah. And the soldier rides up and is like, hey, he's acting suspicious. <laughs> and But then do, 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 Mifune shows up to save the day. And he's like, burn the fucking wood. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he just helps shove the wood into the fire. Gold and then he's like. Dance! Now you dance! And everybody starts dancing. I do like how everyone's poor, like the peasants are probably dancing, the princess is trying <laughs> to dance. And Mifuni's still yeah. like, I got his grumpy face on while he's dancing. Like, <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's still Mifuni. You get like sour face general, but still like, <laughs> he's doing the mashed potato. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a pretty cute little scene. It's yeah. it's it's nice. Yeah. yeah. While then, their fucking cart full of gold is burning right yeah. in front of their eyes. But then thankfully... The next day, the next morning, I thought they were gonna make more of a meal out of the like trying to get to the ashes to soot. Like, yes. nope. Every, no. the, as soon as the fire was down, everybody's like, "Run away! Run away!" I Everyone, think. Yeah, because... by yeah by dawn, everyone's gone home and gone. You know, you think there'd be a couple drunken guys passed out in the yeah. dirt or something? Nope, as it's completely empty and they're yeah. they're shifting, going through the sifting through the ashes yeah, for the sifting gold. Through the ashes. And and the gold seems to be on on None of it melted or anything it's, like that. No, it's kind of melty, melty. Is it? Yeah, I don't even know. It's not in the same like long shape it was. Oh, okay. flatter and now um hmm. but i feel like it would have been smart to wait a while it's like who's gonna go through the ashes in the woods maybe just sit off on the side and keep an eye on the ashes to yeah. make sure nobody goes through as long it. as you get there before like the garbage cleanup for, yeah. for true shows up which it's fucking feudal japan how fast and cleanly are they gonna be about like cleaning up the ashes from a yeah. fire festival but they're they're yeah. loading them up into basically backpacks and they're like yeah they have to carry the like now. i'll carry <laughs> 50, I don't know what it is. Yeah, they break it up. Yeah, I'll carry... It's, like, well, we no, have no. 200 sticks. Yeah, yeah I'll but carry he, 50, he, it's carry not 50. pounds and it's not, like, stones it's or something. something. Like it's, that, it's, yeah. it's a weight measurement. But it's like, I'll carry 50, you carry 40, you carry 30, the girls will carry 20 each, and they're like, oh, I can carry 52, I can carry 40. <laughs> Turns out, 
they can, but not without assistance. I'm glad that I have enough patience. If 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 the peasants were any more dislikable, this movie could be a real chore. Because yeah. like having to put up with them, kind of sabotaging well, they, yeah, the plot then, of the then whole like, movie see, every possible they see, turn. Like, they hear like the army coming in. And they're like, oh, no time. We gotta go. And they're like, but there's still gold. And he's like, come on. We've got we're like leaving. We've got most of the gold. There's only a little bit left. And yeah, like they, on. they're walking and they start to run back to the gold. And Mafuni's like, hey, idiots. Come on! Yeah. So they they go, uh, and they do get back to yeah, the this ashes. Is, this this sec- section is where, uh, I really do hate these guys because they're going and they're like, "Oh, it's such a shame to leave all that gold." And they look at each other and then they start they run back to get more gold. It's almost I, literally I, penny I, pound what what well, pound foolish penny wise pound yeah, foolish where th- they've got. They've got a fortune of gold on their backs, and they're yeah. going back for essentially just a couple gold crumbs that they left yeah. behind. Yeah, which I guess that's supposed to be part of the humor of the scene. Yeah. Although, but, from a practical perspective, you're like, you guys are alive to be lucky right now, much less alive you, they are, and caring. They are alive to be lucky right now. Yeah. This is this smells <laughs> zummy gummy corner. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, alive to be lucky you are. <laughs> but yeah, so they go. They're, they're sifting through the ashes, but then they get scared away by two well, guards. No, so yes, but no. So <laughs> I wanted to elaborate on that because they're yeah. sifting through the ashes, and two guards come up and they're like, "What are you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, hi." And they have and they pick no up their excuses stuff. to what they're doing. Well, they're they pick like... up their stuff and they don't really say anything. They just start to walk away, and the guards are like, they look down and start to kick the ashes and sift through it. And then they start to run. The two if idiots. They just walked yeah, off, they had the just kept walking. Just, yeah. But then these ro- guards see them walking. They're like, "Hey!" And start chasing them. It's like you fucking idiots. If, stop acting. Suspicious. If anything, this movie is a perfect tutorial, tutorial uh, to show anyone who wants to even try to think about thing being a thief. <laughs> just everything that these peasants do in this movie, do the opposite. Yeah. Because yeah, they make the wrong decision at every possible turn. It's a miracle to show alive at the end of yeah. this movie. Yeah. So they run back and catch up with Mifuni, and Mifuni. The two guards come up, and Mifuni very easily uh, takes their swords and their spears and everything. It's not even a fight. He just just, just arms them. He just essentially just conscripts them into hauling uh, gold. And And he's like, hey, you want to live? Carry some shit. And they're like, oh, sorry. Uh, So they're constantly... They see the enemy coming towards them, and they're like, oh, let's go! So we get another sweet hill climbing scene. Yeah, they're escaping up at the top of a mountain at this yeah, point. Hills yeah. really look sucky in this universe. And also, I almost wondered at some point did they tell the camera to make it? Because like every well, no, because all the like rock, forty five degree. Yeah, but angle. all the rocks are sliding down. So yeah, and it's you can not see like, the yeah. trees are at it. Like, like it's it's yeah, no, unless the trees are leaning in real life. It's and it's, also, man, it must have sucked to be an actor in this and run around on all this rocky terrain well, and loose gravel even, and even stuff. I'm sure if the, the the sticks were fake or like padded out with like not stick material, but still yeah with like a whole giant backpack full of shit and just yeah yeah so they uh get to a little it's nighttime and they get to a little area like behind a log yeah they're essentially up on top of a mountain and it's a beautiful clear night and you see that's a full moon it looks actually it's a really pretty shot when you see that they're all everyone's passed out from climbing from hauling all the wood up on top but then mafuni hears so many stands up and the two guards are like, ah! and they, they, they start running back to basically their friends. They're like, hey, hey. Oh, yeah, they realize shot. that the Yamana army is waiting out in the woods for them. And so, yeah, yeah they try to like, w- like they try to like alert them, but they get shot by their own troops yeah. instead. Yeah. So, uh, is like, I'll cause a distraction. You pr- run princess. Just run, just run. And then the peasant girl is like, I'm an idiot. I'll run. Whoa. And just flails out into the open. <laughs> 
to sacrifice her life valiantly for her princess. Uh, but Mifune chases after her and is like, Hey, yo, dumb girl, dumb girl. Uh, so the princess kind of leaves. And he gives her a sword, which I guess the implication is if you get caught, kill yourself before that's they exactly get you. That's exactly what it is. I, that's one of my favorite moments in the film because they're hiding behind a log and he like pulls out like the short, I think like the Sepeku dagger yeah. or whatever the hell that's supposed to be. And they, they make a meal out of it where yeah. like he hands it to her and she holds it and there's like a moment of like dun 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 music. Yeah. And they're just glaring at each other with their fucking <laughs> eyebrows. There's no, fa- yeah, their fake eyebrows and the <laughs> eyes light. It, it is Japanese no theater brought to life where it's just like bum bum bum. It's yeah. a movie poster worthy moment. Like, yeah, so she takes the Sepeku sword. So, and the two idiots run off. Uh, but then Mifune comes back with the girl who has been shot in the leg and she or arm, and she's like, "Oh, that's right, she does get winged." Yeah, yeah. she's like, "I'm not worth it. Just leave me." <laughs> like, come on, man, that's the last thing we. Let's just go. Like, yeah, yeah. don't. But they don't leave her. They theatrics. they start running and they start ducking behind logs. And I like the way that was shot because it's obvious a bunch of people shot the log and then they paused to filming and then the it actors super... got behind it. It's it, it's very jarring. Mifune, not so much with the special effects. Yeah. Kurosawa? Or, yeah, Kurosawa, yeah. Because, yeah, it's... Because, like, like so I guess they actually did shoot the logs with actual guns. Yeah. They didn't even use squibs or anything like that. But then, like, the dust that gets kicked up by the gunshot it just vanishes disappears. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's total splice. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. yeah. You so get the gist of it, but it looks corny. Yeah. They run for a long time, and they reach the top of the hill, and Mifune's like, hey, look! That's where we're going. This and they're is probably like, the coolest shot in the movie yeah. because they crest the top of the hill and you see the whole, it's it's the Hayakawa kingdom that they're trying to get to laid out in front of them. They're pretty much right there where they need to be. And they're like, oh, it's beautiful, like shot at dusk. It looks gorgeous. And suddenly you see it's the entirety of the army that chases yeah. them rising up from they're beneath like, them. oops. <laughs> yeah, all in one camera movement, which is kind of, it's one of my favorite things in movies too where um, the characters can't see anything that's not necessarily on screen because yeah. they would like the crest at the top see, of the hill yeah. they would see this giant army literally about 10 feet away from them just down the hill but it isn't until they start rising up that we can see them suddenly the characters can see them yeah. like oh no it's the army right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah essentially the army rises up to obscure this beautiful vista and like they're captured and it's yeah. just like just a great cinematic moment yeah yeah meanwhile the two idiots are hiding behind some leaves that they're walking around with and they're like oh man we don't have the gold anymore well yeah. maybe we can get a reward for turning them in you know and then there's a scene where they're trying to turn him in and the people are like <laughs> we already got that well, and the gold essentially it's the next morning and they're like hey yeah we like we, we know where to get the princess we're like, we already got him we they're, got like, them they're like right there we got them i just like yeah i just had to i just had to give the princess a foot rub yeah before she gets executed like in 20 minutes <laughs> so uh then we see the place the building where they're being held prisoner it's essentially another checkpoint station yeah, yeah. a mountainside on top of a hill yeah and essentially then, it's, it seems like they just went down the the to the, to the like midpoint of the mountain yeah. at this checkpoint yeah so then the guy that he dueled later is like hey i'm gonna is general whatever coming in to identify him general fucking what's the plot device when god shows up dsx machina yeah, General so, Nakana. General Nakana. So he walks inside and closes the door behind him, whatever. And Mifune's like, "Oh, fuck, dude!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's right. I forgot what, what happened. happened. Yeah. What happened to your face? Because then you see the guy's face. Yeah, and he got turned into a homemade pizza. He's got like a big like scar on his face. I guess what it really looks I guess like. he he healed very quickly. It looks like he got he, he was on the set of a bubble yum commercial and a bubble popped his face <laughs> and all the bubble yum got stuck to his face. But yeah, so it turns out that uh, as punishment for leaving, for letting Mifune run away at the end of like their duel well, together. Yeah, Mifune's like, tell me what happened. We are on opposite side, the but like, true friends. Motherfucker, what do you think happened? I let you go. Yeah, they're he's not like, gonna let me happy with he's me. Like, well, no, he's like my my lord beat me because you didn't kill me. Basically, Just beat me too. That's even worse than like being like. Yeah, figure that one out. Jesus Christ! Like the guy had some, a heart on. Somebody, like, somebody didn't kill me, so I guess you gotta beat me up. I got Kevin McAllistered for that shit. Um, so the prin- so, the princess is like, man, that's fucking harsh. It, I wouldn't do that. This is a nice scene because it's that. almost done entirely one shot where once she starts talking, it cuts to a shot of this, yeah, the princess this... in the middle, Mufuni off to the right, and the slave girl off to the left. They're all bound up to poles where they're captured. Yeah, and the general out. guy on the very, very far and right And that's of like the a five-minute speech she gives about how... Like, like she would never do that to him. And that ju- must be a terrible yeah. leader. The journey's been fun. She has no regrets. Yeah. And it is, that's a, it's beautiful shot. Yeah. The composition is great. And the, the, the fucked up disgraced, uh, general, he's off to the right next to Mufuni mm-hmm. and he stands rocks. You have no idea how he's, uh, reacting to this. Cause it's, he, his back is to the camera, but he's doesn't move a muscle throughout the, he's, he's a better actor uh, standing still than the dead samurai we see at the beginning of the movie where he's on his back pretending to be dead. Yeah. This guy's just standing still. like, And so you have no idea how he's yeah. interpreting all this. And then it cuts to... Well, she sings a song. She sings she the sings song a from fire the fire song. festival about how uh, you must throw the life of a man into a fire. What does, well, what does life really mean? Yeah, but first she sings the Pokemon rap. Yeah, it's kind of... And I mean, she lists all 150 of them. <laughs> just to buy some time. Well, Guys, this is my legal... Legal... I, I, you, can't, you can't deny me the right to sing a Pokemon song before <laughs> I burn. This is Japanese law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. But I do like even the moment where the... A uh, slave even pretends she's like she's not the real princess. I'm the princess. The princess is like, nah, we're caught, like, man. Girl, we're, sh- come we're on, fucked. we're all gonna we're die. Bed. What are you doing? Yeah, I thought that was a nice moment too. So the, the- and maybe Mufuni's like apologizing to her, so that I fucked up. I'm yeah. so sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the next morning, they're all tied up on top of horses, ready to go get beheaded. But first, a song. <laughs> I do, and this performance is actually pretty great. Oh, going back a little bit. Well, quite a lot, because I forgot to talk about it. When Mafuni's dueling this guy uh, in the scene, he'll, he, like, grabs a spear and starts swinging it around, and the entire army is standing in a circle around these two dudes, and every time he, like, makes a motion with the spear, everybody's like, ah! and skitters backwards. Like, everybody. There's like, one... somehow he's going to swing his spear, and a dynasty warrior burst of energy is gonna come out the end and wipe out the whole army the second best mobs in any movie or tv show second only to the simpsons town oh, yeah. when it turns into a pitchfork <laughs> yielding mob yeah. is the mobs in akira kurosawa movies because they always act like this hive mind and they're always <laughs> checking it they're always inquisitive to see someone get fucked up but anything that threatens them they always like, like yeah like it always like there's just oh uh, yeah when, when the general that he beat was blowing that bubble yum bubble gum yeah. into a bubble and it popped 
they all jump back five like, feet and oh, 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 scream. It's, it's like I don't know if it was just Kira Kurosawa just had good assistant directors or were just good at hurting people and getting really animated reactions from an entire crowd. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's because yeah, crowds in, in 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 Kurosawa movies are always are really entertaining. Because then the general starts singing the fire song and he's like. Mm. Mm. Well, he'll sing a verse and he'll turn around. It's almost like an Oompa Loompa song and dance. He'll turn around and he'll do like a like a pose yeah. with his spear, and then he'll turn around again, sing another pose, and then kind of do another threatening pose at his own troops. And his own troops are like, "What the yeah. hell's going on?" Like this guy's lost his fucking crackers. Yeah, but yeah. then he's like, "Turn those horses around," and they're like, they, okay. and then they they kind of turn the horses around, and then he slaps the horses, and the horses with the gold on it ride off into the off across the border yeah. and they're like he's lost his mind and he's like ha ha <laughs> and, and frees Mafudi and the princess and like he's slinging a spear and there's like dozens of guard- other guards there but they're like eh, no yeah really the most threatening thing he does he's knock- he knocks over their spear stand Yeah, but like other than that like it's just one fat little middle aged guy with bubble yum on his face they could take him out but they really yeah. wanted to but they're just like we don't know what the fuck's going on but we're he just gonna looks, he looks at Mifune and is like a scuppy yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they they run up they to the border, ass, yeah. and the princess is like, "Come with us." And he's like, "Ah!" Well, it's nice because the guy. There is a couple of guys who do put up a fight, and he is fighting them, and isn't like I thought. From I thought he was going to sacrifice his, yeah. his life because it seems like the Kurosawa movies. There's usually kind of a dour price someone has to pay for True. like doing some kind of thing like this. And it's nice to see that, yeah. And instead of him being like, "No, princess, you must escape," he's like. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, I'll get on a horse too. Yeah, and he I'll come with you. He's like, yeah, that's that's yeah. I got only so many options here. So um, yeah, they 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 all escape. They go up to the the top of a hill, and they're all standing there on their horses. And then they're like, ha, 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 ha. I thought they start laughing. Freeze frame. <laughs> they start. By they start. La- they, we, they start laughing, and we see off in the distance the horses with the gold right away. So I guess they're being like, ha, there goes our fortune. No, we're poor. <laughs> We don't have it anymore. <sighs> uh, so then the idiots are back. They are now in this place. Yeah, I guess and, like... A, and like, I'm kind of surprised. You know, they're complaining. They're like, oh, we didn't get any gold. Everybody laughed at us. We're horrible. Uh, and I'm actually surprised. People. they. Why didn't they hide any of those little tiny gold pieces on their persons? I was going to say, they had, they had a week of running around with this gold. Just like I said, slide it in between your butt crack. Fucking Perfect yeah, place to hide it. It was... It. Between your teeth and your gums, dude. Yeah. I'm I'm surprised that these guys aren't just like walking piles of like gold, like slitting like an incision in their arm to stuff pieces pieces of gold into their like their, their blood. Like I'm surprised they don't have like gold bits of gold stuffed into their ears. Like the episode yeah. of Car- or South Park where Cartman ate all the fake treasure inside yeah, the cavern. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, they for some reason has totally escaped them to like keep a little bit of the gold for themselves yeah. which i guess everyone did get busted so i guess whatever gold they may have had on them may have been stripped yeah. from them by the yamana clan oh no they run no, away yeah, they, they got away with the gold again Fuck. Yeah, they're I'm just kinda, idiots yeah so yeah but then the horses with the gold on it happen to ride up to where they are and they're like <gasps> gold gold and of course and they sort of fighting over this shit too the one guy cl- one, one guy, guy grabs a horse the other guy got three horses and he's like give me one of those horses and he's like uh-uh these are my three and they start bickering over that shit again. Yeah, and then they start having a three-year-old slap fight on the ground, yeah. fighting with each other for a oh. greedy fight. And then a bunch of army people come up. Yeah. Right up. I did and think they... for a moment it was a bad guys, because there was mm-hmm. like, oh shit, well, like, is this going to be another half hour to this movie? Like, what the hell's going on? But then, but then 
uh, they grab their horses back. Not their horses. They grab the horses again, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, hey, are you from the Akadak clan? Oh, you can. And they're like, no, we're just peasants. And they're like. What are peasants doing with so much gold? Yeah. Arrest well, them. Well, I mean, you can tell these army guys, they're, they're, they're at least the Hawakawa clans, because they've got the three circles of the line underneath that, yeah. which was the symbol that they drew onto at the very beginning of the movie when they were showing the map of which kingdom they have yeah. to get to. That was the symbol of the good kingdom they wanted to escape to. So at least they know they're in no longer in enemy territory. So they, at least they're not going to get killed by these guys. Yeah. But yeah. So now they're arrested and inside yeah. a jail cell, and they're like... Man, I guess we're going to die together. Oh, yeah, because they are talking about they think they're going to get executed. Yeah, yeah, they're they're sad and reserved and like, oh, we're gonna at least we'll die together. We're buddy buddies, or maybe I hope something, something. something. They're 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 besties. Now that they're actually facing death, they're a little bit more like, okay, well, I'm glad if I had to die, I had to die with you, that kind of thing. But then a shadow comes up and opens the sail sail. It opens the sailboat and they. Take to the waters Imagination. and off into the future. It suddenly turns into a Terry Gilliam movie. Why is my battery powered up? Oh, my flashlight on my phone's been on forever. <laughs> um, so they're, Shocker ending. They're, they're on some sand bowing. They can't see because they're essentially their heads like a are sand down. garden. Like, yeah. like, yeah. Japanese and, sand garden. And somebody's like, hey, whatever your names are. I forget their names. Mitsubishi and, and C-3PO, R2-D2. Yeah. Look up, and they look up, and then back down, and they're like, "Oh, don't you recognize me?" And the princess is like, "Dude, you're wearing armor. Even I didn't recognize you. You look so handsome, though." Princess's cheeks. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, it gets all bashful." <laughs> but Mufuni's in his full samurai. Well, he's pretty armor good. He's got a, the big crescent, crescent of moon. the uh, Akazaka clan, and yeah, yeah uh, Bubble Yum's off to the side, and he's like, he's kind of like he's done up as kind of like the consigliere. He's got yeah. like his new little gear on and everything. Thing, and Prince is all looking all regal. Uh, they couldn't afford any furniture, so they're essentially like in an IKEA store floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> and the princess now she has no eyebrows. <laughs> she got... She's just got two little powder puff looking pieces that. of makeup on top of her There's forehead. There's a Zelda game. Was well, it Twilight Princess for the uh, uh, yes. for the Wii? I know what you're talking about. Where a baby has like little dot on his forehead, and this is the only other thing I've ever seen Japanese shit where like I guess it's a makeup choice or something like that. I don't, I don't know. know what the hell that is, but yeah. Um, but she's like, hey, don't you recognize me? I was the mute girl. Boop, I'm Adolis's hi. How you doing? <laughs> and yeah. they're like, oh! And they come up, and Mifuni's like, uh, so we have all that gold. I can't touch it. Even the princess can't touch it. Here's a Ryu. It's, it's for rebuilding the Akazaka yeah. clan. But here's a dollar. I, you think you know how these guys react when they're forced to share. You think like okay, let's get at least two, so <laughs> well, they don't yeah. kill he, each he other. He gives them the one, re- one Rio, and I think it's the princess goes, yeah, be sure and share it. Yeah, and she, she, like, they entrusted specifically to the one guy, trusting that he'll give it to the other guy. Yeah. And how would you think anything you've seen in this movie or the well, in this adventure with these guys that they are not just gonna beat each other with a rock the moment well, they turn yeah, the corner? Yeah, then they're leaving the palace, which is and nice that they they're are. They're walking down the stairs, and he's like, one of them, the short ones, like. Here you can have it, and the fat one's like, "No, you they keep finally it." They finally learned their lesson. Yeah, boop, and then da and it's cute. It's a good movie. It's cute. Um, it's funny to see because you know, like again, the, compared to today's standards, it's kind of a slow movie. But it's funny to see how this movie was created to be a very light 
and frothy and fast-moving action-adventure movie mm-hmm. compared to uh, some of Kurosawa's other movies. I guess uh, his biggest hit of his entire career was Seven Samurai, which he did a couple, like, four years before this. And the couple movies he did after that were not necessarily big samurai action pictures, and so they failed miserably at the box office. Mm. And so this was kind of his, not cynical, but this is a way of saying, I just need to make a couple bucks mm. if I want to keep on being a filmmaker. I, gotta need to, I need to make a crowd pleaser. And so this is his essentially his attempt to make a Star Wars or an Indiana Jones of like just light, fun, campy adventure. So which this feels like an art film compared to what our idea of like a light, frothy action adventure movie is to us these yeah. days. But it's still it's a pretty entertaining flick. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, a little fun characters. What a shocker that Akira Kurosawa made a good movie. I know exactly. A beautiful movie. In it. Um, no, it's 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 it's. I'm glad we because I had never seen the whole thing before myself. So I'm mm-hmm. glad we, this this is a good pick. Um, so yeah, so yeah, this movie was just uh, Kurosawa's attempt to make money. Um, I pointed out the thing about the no masks. Um, and top of being the obvious inspirations for R2-D2 and C-3PO, uh, Mufuni's character was also a roundabout inspiration for Obi-Wan Kenobi and later Luke Skywalker. Because in early drafts of the Star Wars screenplay, when the hero was an elderly Luke Starkiller, uh, Lucas considered offering the role to Mufuni. So what happened was in the early drafts of, uh, Star Wars, it was supposed to be about an elderly general protecting a princess who was being chased mm. by the empire so that more you could see kind of like how yeah. that would have been more like based off this movie eventually he decided that the elderly general instead of being the main character should be just like an like an uh, like an elderly overseer and that the main character should be like a young noble hero who could maybe date the princess and oh. so that kind of turned into luke skywalker but the elderly general you know eventually got turned into obi-wan kenobi and yeah he, he yeah he considered uh having offering the role to mufuni but that never happened also uh when he first uh when lucas was first working on star wars after he got shot down he tried to originally star wars he was just hoping to not make star wars he just wanted to uh get the rights to flash gordon Mm. and just make a flash gordon movie he got shot down and his next thing was like he tried to talk to mifuni or talk to uh, kurosawa about just getting the rights to hidden fortress and just remaking hidden fortress as a science fiction film Mm. and he got shot down by kurosawa and so that's when he was forced to come up with his own story, and that's when he came up with Star Wars, which you can see like some influence from this movie, yeah. but it's not just a flat, you know, just a flat out remake. So, no. If Kurosawa had said yes, entire history, course of film history would have been changed, but. You would not be the man you are today. <sighs> this is true. I would be all like, I'd be dressed like with like a no face. You would have to be more of a Trekkie nerd than a Star Wars nerd. Oh, this is true. And yeah, my last note was just about how this is his first widescreen film. Yeah, filmed in Toho Scope. Mm hmm. Of Toho scope, yeah, the best scopes. Um, that was good. That was a meaty burp of a movie. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, now we'll wait a little while and get you to watch your Jimbo. <sighs> Do that next week. It was just my pick next. We should just go to Kurosawa tear. Well, next week is gonna is TBA because we don't know. Yeah, there's been a yeah, there's been the we're we're trying to ra- wrestle a guest host and we're not quite sure what's going on with that. Uh, might be Super Mario Brothers. It might be The Searchers. Not quite sure. Yeah. We'll figure out something. I don't know. I don't want to do a movie I've never heard of because <laughs> they're always terrible. Uh, wait, what was the last thing we never heard of before that was terrible? A Victor Victoria. Oh, uh, that was true. You never heard of Victor Victoria? No. Before we did that? No. Oh, I forgot. 
That was bad though. Yeah. Uh, we'll figure I'm out sure something next bad. time. But yeah, yeah, just we'll, check check tardy. We might do something light and frothy next time. Frothy. Now that I'm in this frothy, I can't think of frothy. Yeah, you, frothy it's, is your word of the day apparently. Uh, it's kind of well. It's Memorial Day as we're recording this, and it's getting a little warmer. So I'm thinking about cold beers. I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're a big drinker. This is true. I wish it. Oh, this, the idea of cold beer on a hot day sounds great. Hmm. Cold Coke doesn't. It's it's nice, but it doesn't seem to quite be the same. Mm. So yeah, that that's uh, yeah. Kira Kurosawa was the Hidden Fortress. Yes, it's good. Yeah, Mafuni is cool. What would you of all the Kurosawa movies have you seen before? How would this rank? Oh, I don't know. I really yeah. that's kind of a weird question think, to ask. Probably the bottom. Think so? Yeah. I mean okay. that do, that doesn't say it's bad. Yeah. I just really like Senjiro Yojimbo. I'll definitely have and to do Seven those sometime Samurai. sooner than later. Maybe I'll do that for like one year anniversary tired of the party episode. I'll do one of those movies. Who knows? Because they're sequels to each other, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. I mean, you, if you've seen a few uh, Fistful of Dollars, so you've seen well, exactly, Yojimbo. Yeah. But Yojimbo is the better version of Fistful of Dollars. Uh, it would be interesting to get your thoughts on Yojimbo since you've seen a Fistful of, do- exactly, of yeah. Dollars first. Yeah. And I was the other way around. It's like we can do... Uh, was it the... Uh, I'm thinking the Magnificent Seven was a remake of Seven Samurai. Yeah, I've we're, seen that. Well, obviously, yeah, we've both seen Seven Samurai, so. But, anyhow. Monkey Pants. He's Mudrin on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. You can follow us at tardypodcast.com, where we never really say anything. No, not really. We just kind of I, boot. I, I re- respond when I get notifications on my phone to it, but other than that, yeah, exactly. it's not like we're... We're both quiet, you Yeah, know? we're not really posting info that we're in the middle of watching a movie or whatnot because that would be spoilers for the podcast. Yeah, but like but, I said, if you ever have success, uh, blah, blah, suggestions for stuff we could watch, always hit it us up. Yeah. We'll always, always be appreciated. And all that stuff is on a list. We'll get to it eventually. We just, we're very fickle with our moods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the movies. thing. It, well, it depends on like both what are we doing in real life, the other stuff we're enjoying, yeah. what we've just finished watching, like, mm-hmm. yeah, always teetering and tiring between, like, serious stuff plus, like, hey, let's do light and frothy. <laughs> frothy again. Frothy. Frothy. Man. Yeah. Just think about Orange Juliuses. They're so frothy. Frothy. Ugh. So, yeah, but we'll be doing something next time. Something, something. There will be a next time. We are not unlike the two peasants in this movie kind of going, eh? <laughs> Where the wind takes us, whatever. Yeah, that's how they were. That's true. They were totally chill. They were totally like, <laughs> fate works in mysterious ways. We don't know. Sure. Yep. This but, is us descending the, from the Temple of the Gods. That was the Akuzuki Castle to be among the mortals again. Yeah, we were Bill and Daniel. <laughs> we were. We were. We're dead now. We were. Yeah. So, yep. That's all. Until next time, keep filling those holes with pop culture. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.